Hello, and welcome to this edition of Expressions. I'm your host, Sierra Tavares-Reyes. Today's topic, Organized Stalking, Part 7, The Review of Gang Stalking and Their Tactics Used. Organized stalking, also known as gang stalking, cause stalking, organized vigilante stalking, stalking by proxy, community-based harassment, and covert war are essentially harassment and discrediting campaigns waged against a targeted individual. Citizens and neighbors are recruited to participate, often from extremist groups and cults, but also from among employees. Coordinated psychological warfare attacks consisting of stalkings, noise campaigns, sensitizing, and the spreading of lies and rumors are executed in an effort to virtually neutralize and destroy the victim using people from all backgrounds and vocations to harass, track 24-7, sometimes organizing lethal vehicle accidents, poisonings, electronic harassment, home invasion, property destruction, corrupt or ignorant doctor diagnosis given to stamp the victim as bogus, mentally ill, with delusions, paranoid, and schizophrenia, etc. Everything is done covertly and with sophisticated real-time dispatching system to organize the criminal's harassment and attacks often in the hundreds to the thousands of criminals participating as a coordinated mob at any given time while the criminals do their normal routines of work, shopping, commuting to and from work, leisure, etc. Using the method of moving foot and vehicular surveillance techniques and computers, cell phones, verbal and visual cues, and every other conceivable type of communication. Often, the local network of this mob is connected to a national and international network. When the target travels to the local network, they will follow the target to the next city or town when the, when the target arrives there. The networking, that location will stalk or follow and harass the target in that city or town, organized gang stalking, is a systemic form of control which seeks to destroy every aspect of a targeted individual's life. Using occupational health and safety laws, warning markers can be added to target's files. Once a target is flagged, a notification is sent out and the target is followed around 24-7 by the various communities they are in. A covert investigation might be opened an electronic means used by the civilian spies as a part of the covert monitoring and surveillance on oftentimes just average citizens. Since most civil workers are aware of this notification system, it means that targets reporting incidents of being followed around by various strangers should not have been unfamiliar to the to the notification that is well known and used by many workers and employees. Yet targeted individuals have had to have mental health evaluations for making complaints about this structure and the harassment that comes with it. 
Organized stalking is experienced by destroying the target over time. The covert methods used to harass, persecute, and falsely defame the targets often leave no evidence to incriminate the civilian spies. It's similar to workplace mobbing, but takes place outside in the community. It's called organized stalking because organized groups or community members stalk and monitor the targets 24-7. The express goal of organized gang stalking is to silence a victim, drive a victim insane, and possibly to the point of suicide. The expressed goal of organized gang stalking is to silence a victim, drive a victim insane, and possibly to the point of suicide or destroy the victim's reputation and believability as the person will likely be viewed as mentally ill should they complain or report the abuse. To cause the target to appear mentally unstable is one, and this is achieved through a carefully detailed assault using advanced psychological harassment techniques and a variety of other tactics that are the usual protocol for gang stalking such as street theater, mobbing, pervasive petty disrespecting. Organized gang stalking is used to gather information on individuals as well as force individuals to move or leave an area. Do the stalkers ever question or check to see if a targeted victim is indeed guilty of a crime? No, there is an assumption of guilt among the stalkers. Also remember that many stalkers are paid for their harassment, so these individuals are not concerned with the innocence or guilt of a victim. Assuming a victim knows that the group is behind their stalking, should they attempt to openly communicate with them? Absolutely not. For one, the stalkers automatically assume the victim is guilty of an atrocity and thus deserves the treatment. Secondly, Many stalkers actually want the victim to engage them in some fashion. In these instances, the interaction will be recorded and used as evidence against the victim, especially in attempts to suggest the victim is mentally unstable. If a charitable and respectable society practices organized gang stalking, on, on one side, we should assume that the victim deserves such treatment Absolutely not. When people take the law into their own hands, any notion of law is destroyed altogether. I should emphasize that the majority of organized gang stalking victims are completely innocent of any crimes. Any group that performs organized stalking is not positive in nature, nor beneficial to society despite any charitable works they may perform. Likewise, such societies only remain respectable because any and all evidence of, of wrongdoing is conveniently destroyed or eliminated. Who are the stalkers? The stalkers, for the most part, are everyday citizens. Other stalkers are street thugs who have been recruited or hired to harass and intimidate. Some stalkers are actually private investigators who have been hired to gather information concerning the victim. Many stalkers are members of volunteer police groups. 
Some stalkers are told lies, either positive or negative in nature, in order to gain their participation. Some stalkers are paid or receive other benefits. Stalkers belonging to an organization may simply be following orders. Some stalkers may use their participation in order to repay a past favor. Racism, prejudice, homophobia, or otherwise hatred of a victim, peer pressure, the need to fit in. Former stalkers have stated they participated out of fear of becoming the next target should they go against the group. Entertainment value, thrill of participation in an an illegal activity. Some stalkers mistakenly believe it is their civil duty. Who or what is ultimately behind gang stalking? Corporations, government organizations, military, air force, some police corrupt cops, societies, fraternities, orders, religions, cults and destructive new age groups, concerned community groups, vigilante groups, criminal organizations, volunteer police organizations, etc. Examples of organized gang stalking harassment can include, but may not be limited to, slashed tires, threatening phone calls, verbal assaults by strangers, property damage, death threats, following on foot or by vehicle, bizarre notes and drawings left, loitering, anonymous false accusations to friends, family, and neighbors, character assassination, smear campaigns, blacklisting, psychological abuse, etc. Tactics and methods used by these organized gang stalking and harassment groups. We'll talk about that after this break. Welcome back. Now, let's talk about some terms that may not be familiar to you, at least not by the word itself, but definitely by the definition. The following techniques are several types that are often used against targeted individuals. There are other techniques used, but there are some, here are some of the primary ones. Anchoring. Anchoring is a technique employed by stalkers to implant a false motivation or reason behind the stalking, preventing the victim from discovering the truth. In more sinister examples, anchoring involves the implantation of evidence to persuade the victim some other group or organization is responsible for the abuse. In organized stalking, anchoring is used to make the target have fear with things happening in your daily life that is considered to be normal. That can be done with frequent demonstrations. The key is the frequency, just like the organized stalking methods. For example, people show you a pen everywhere you go, and their attitude is rude or crazy against you. You don't know them. You just wonder what is going on. 
Imagine that happens every day for a week, for a month, for a year, and then makes you fear with a pen. In this case, a pen is anchored with your state of fear. It can be anything, an open car door, or trunk, a pencil, a cell phone, notebook computer, a medical mask, clothes of the same color, anything. Every time I go somewhere during the day, an anchoring threat is made by car or truck with a door or trunk open. No one is sitting in it and someone's driveway is along my route. This is a sign to get out. Air stalking. This is when helicopters or planes are used to track targets that are on foot or in cars. They fly overhead and follow the targets from one location to the next. Some will monitor the targets shortly after they leave. Baiting entrapment. The term baiting is a stalking tactic used to lure a victim into environments or situations which cause further problems to the victim. Often baiting involves tricking a victim into committing a crime or unknowingly engaging in an illegal activity. To lure into dangerous, difficult, or compromising situations, members of these organized stalking and harassment groups will try to lure targets into various situations for the sole purpose of setting them up. Setting up targets could involve getting them arrested, institutionalized, set up on fake sexual harassment charges, drug charges, illegal pornographic materials, etc. Once this happens, it puts a target's risk for entrapment into becoming members themselves. Brighting. Brighting is shining or flashing bright headlights on targets as targets walk on the street, usually at night. Members of these organized gang stalking organizations will turn on their high beams. This might be flashed once or twice at targets. This might be used to let the targets know that they are being watched. However, these signals might also be a way for informants in cars at night to communicate with their fellow counterparts. The foot patrols will then communicate back to the informant in the car using a combination of hand signals. You will see members of these groups riding around during the day with their headlights or high beams on. The victim is usually followed and may be flashed either from a tailgating vehicle or a passing or oncoming one. Brighting also occurs when bright lights are flashed into a victim's home windows. Car accidents. Targeted individuals complain about being cut off, driving off the road, and near fatal or fatal car accidents. Pedestrian targets complain about cars that are consistently cutting them off, being hit by cars, and almost near mishaps. Crowding, mobbing. When the target is in public, members of organized gang stalking groups will usually try to box them in. They will surround the target in a square-like formation if possible. They will stand too close to the target or swarm them. Color harassment. Color harassment is literally the use of color to harass a victim. Usually, monochromatic color schemes are used. 
though this choice is pretty much up to the stalkers. An example of color harassment would be a line of stalkers in red shirts circling a victim. Color harassment is often combined with other stalking tactics. Convoy. Convoy is a tactic of stalkers referring to the practice of a group of tailgating cars passing repeatedly in front of the home of the victim. Vehicles used may be of the same color and stalkers may honk the horn or flash the car headlights as they pass. Cyberstalking. Cyberstalking or cyber harassment is a related group of harassing behavior occurring via internet or online. Cyberstalking includes, but is not limited to, computer hacking, trolling, spamming, often indulging in porn deluges, verbal assaults, character assassination, and impersonations of the victim. Online harassment is a plank of the harassment protocol. If you have a website devoted to organized stalking, you may have people emailing you to flame you or claiming that they are victims and asking for support with the intention of discrediting you. You may receive unsolicited emails that parallel a current event in your life. Again, surveillance is used primarily for harassment or you may receive covert insults and threats. If you join a support group, you may also receive harassment via threads posted on messages, message boards. Like other mediums of harassment, the topics of these threads may be about events that are unfolding in your personal life, as well as threats or insults covertly directed at you. This will probably happen repeatedly by the same person or people. They may also employ some gaslighting or jacketing tactics. Jacketing was often used during COINTELPRO to make genuine activists look like informants. Some internet groups which help stalking victims are heavily populated with perpetrators posing as victims, also known as TI posing. Some of these perpetrators seem to be very local and popular members of these support groups. Directed conversations. Directed conversation is a term referring to a stalking tactic using strangers' conversations to both intimidate and to convey to the victim that they are under surveillance. During directed conversation, two or more stalkers will approach near to the target and engage in normal conversation with one another. The conversation is purposefully made at a level set that the vi victim can adequately hear what is being said. During directed conversation, personal information concerning the victim is inserted into speech and emphasized by the stalkers in a fashion that most non-victims would not be able to discern as harassment. The purpose of directed conversation is to harass the victim as well as make, them, make the victim appear mentally unstable should they attempt to complain about such abuse. These are conversations that complete strangers will have out in public, in public relating to the target and their personal situations. They will repeat things a target said in their home or on the phone. They will drop 
very personal details into the conversation that could be related to the target. Coming up, electronic harassment. We'll be right back after this. Electronic harassment. Electronic harassment is the use of technological devices used to spy or cause harm to targeted individuals. For example, exposure to a high magnetic field has been shown to induce hallucinations in humans, while exposure to intense microwave radiation induces psychotic episodes and causes brain damage. A frequent form of electronic harassment involves beaming a low-frequency hum or tone into the victim's home or general area. Over time, the exposure causes the victim to lose sleep, become agitated, and suffer the effects of prolonged stress. Such tactics are also being used in cases of hostage situations as well as covert government operations. Electromagnetic weapons and frequencies will be used on targets and their homes. The purpose of using the EMF or electromagnetic frequency on targets is psychological warfare. Electronic frequencies can destroy electronic equipment. Electronic frequencies can be used for monitoring and tracking inside the home and at work. It can also be used for purposes of sleep disturbance. When those conducting these covert investigations feel that they have psychologically destroyed the target to where they are near breakdown, they will start to use these weapons. They will also use these weapons if targets are not going along with their harassment protocol. Fake Credibility Reports Fake credibility reports are being used to subtly discredit and attack legitimate websites regarding organized gang stalking, including the Gang Stalking World website, under the guise of doing good for the community. Files. It has been indicated that targets will have warning markers placed against their files. The information is then shared with relatives, storekeepers, friends, and the community at large. The files are usually not left behind, but they are used to prejudice and slander individuals against the target. These files can be used to engender the corporation of friends and associates of the targets. The files might have a picture of the target and information about some alleged crime, incidents that the target has been flagged for or is under investigation for. The information is usually very convincing, and helps to further get targets harassed by those around them. Gaslighting. Gaslighting is a psychological technique used by any members of these groups. The purpose of gaslighting is to make a victim question his or her own sanity. Doing little things to try to make the target think that they are going crazy. Gaslighting 
simply is trying to convince someone that they are crazy or imagining things. Example, if you mention organized gang stalking to someone who knows about it and they tell you that you're crazy or paranoid, they are indeed gaslighting you. The term gaslighting originates from the 1944 film Gaslight. In the movie, the character of Gregory Anton, played by actor Charles Boyer, attempts to drive the character Pauline, played by actress Ingrid Bergman, insane. The phrase gaslighting has come to mean similar actions and behavior as used in the film against a victim. Ghosting. The term ghosting refers to the practice of rearranging or moving of a victim's home, furniture, lawn decorations, desk decorations at work. The purpose of ghosting is to make a victim question his or her own sanity. Ghosting is also designed to make others question the sanity of the victim, especially if the victim attempts to complain of the abuse. Illegal Surveillance This involves setting up audio and some visual surveillance of the target, bugging the target's phone, surveillance in the target's residence, listening to cell phone and hardline conversations, hacking into their computers, and learning all about what the target is doing. Sites they frequent or planting things. This also helps to build the profile of the target and is also used for later psychological attacks against the target via parroting and directed conversations. Examples of illegal surveillance are illegal criminal electronic monitoring, illegal criminal phone and computer taps, illegal criminal remote neutral monitoring. Mimicry. Mimicry or mirroring is a specialized form of harassment in which the stalkers publicly Imitate every movement made by the victim. This is trying to uh, copy things in the target's life. Leaving when they do, dressing like they dress, throwing out the garbage, going to the bathroom, doing whatever the target is doing. This is all designed to be psychological warfare so that the target again feels like they are under observation at all times. We have to pay some bills and we'll be right back. Profiling. Targets will be observed and profiled long before they ever become aware that they are targeted by this sort of harassment. Profiles will be created on targets by following them, following people close to them, breaking into their homes and going through their stuff, listening to their calls, hacking into their computers, gathering information from friends and family, seeing where they like to shop and eat. What are their weaknesses? What things do they like and dislike? What can you bribe them with? What can you blackmail them with? How can you bully them? How they can be best controlled? This will all be used to put together a profile of the target 
and then get them into situations for their detriment. Random encounters. This will be people on the street who you randomly see unexpectedly and run into. It looks completely natural and it seems to be a random encounter. They might ask you for your phone number after engaging you into a conversation, ask you out, or just ask you, where are you going? Anything from small talk to lengthier conversations. All with the purpose of finding out something about you or even just getting you to do something. General. Operations in general are of the active surveillance type. Passive surveillance is watching a target covertly to obtain information about the target. Active surveillance can include information gathering, but is also it also includes the agent making the target aware that they are under surveillance. Surveillance is the foundation of all operations. Both community-based agent, visual surveillance, and advanced electronic surveillance are used. Every target will have at least one CBA watching them at all times, even while they're at home and asleep. Each CBA surveillance team will be given a cell phone for reporting targets actions and movement to the local control center. Actions to be reported include, but are not limited to. Target turns lights on to start the day. Target uses toilet or shower. Target exits residence. Target drives away. Target arrives at work or target shops or visits any other establishment or location. Target arrives home. Target eats meal at home or in restaurant. Target engages in sexual activity. Target turns lights on or off at the end of the day. Target turns on lights in the middle of the night. Target travels out of town. As a community-based agent, you will be given specific instructions on exactly when, where, and how to carry out punishment actions. As long as you carry out punishment instructions exactly as given, there is no way the target will be believed if they complain, and you will not be exposed to risk of action by law enforcement. How well the punishment actions work depend on how accurate and complete your reports are in many situations. The control center acquires access to properties or apartments immediately next to the target's homes or apartments because EC or Electronic Corps has through the wall surveillance and punishment equipment. They will be reporting the target activity along with community-based agents. In a typical setup, CBAs may be posted in a parked car where the target's home or apartment can be observed overnight, for example. In this setup, the CBA in the car may be instructed to call using walkie-talkie style cell phones. Another CBA or team waiting or patrolling by car nearby to follow the target 
or you may be assigned to follow the target yourself. You will receive instructions from your local center as to following the target. Targets in transit may be either covertly or visibly followed. When in doubt, hang back a bit and contact the center for instructions as targets in transit can present many unanticipated situations. The center will always have the target's position monitored, so if a target gives the CBA the slip, it will assign other appropriate community-based agents to pick up the target at the earliest opportunity. Be sure to notify the control center immediately if you lose the target. Physical sabotage is especially effective form of punishment when it is carefully limited to low value items below the value where the police will take the report seriously. For example, it is important to apply punishment by way of large number of small value sabotage acts because that makes it look like the target is forgetful, exaggerating, or in some cases even delusional if they complain about many cases of small value damage. The target's associates will simply refuse to believe that anyone but the target is responsible. Sabotage is very important in that it lets the target know that they are helpless to stop it and can't even complain about it effectively without appearing mentally ill. The organization is very fortunate in that some people hearing about sabotage from a target did the sabotage themselves to get attention. Sabotage is applied at the target's home, workplace, and on their vehicle. This requires the assistance of locksmiths and alarm technicians. Your local control center will supply this help and will bring specialists in from a distance in the cases of rural areas. Here are some examples of sabotage that a community-based agent may be assigned to carry out. Entering a vehicle or home and changing control and radio settings. Replacing window washer fluid with water, possibly destroying the system in winter. Scratching the paint on the target's vehicle, scratching furniture and valuables. Tire sabotage from removing some air right up to slashing a sidewall if authorized by the center. Simulating a break-in electric window heater strips. Cutting off the four-way flasher button. Removing substantial amounts of oil, transmission fluid, or antifreeze, but not enough to cause catastrophic failure. Moving things around inside the vehicle to show the target that someone got in. Unlocking the vehicle and leaving it unlocked, possibly even with the door open. Small cuts to car's upholstery. Unlocking the target's front or back door and leaving it ajar while the target is away, even at midnight at New Year. Moving furniture or carpets around fairly frequently to show the target that someone was there. Stealing low-value items, especially items like scissors, which can be easily misplaced. 
keeping them until the target replaces them, then return the missing item, often in the place where the target checked. Stealing important papers, especially those which will cost money to replace. Stealing irreplaceable photographs. While target is at work, remove mail from their box and toss it around, repeatedly making wall pictures crooked setting clocks to the wrong time, repeatedly dumping consumable supplies to make the target think that they are no longer capable of managing their supplies well. Starting small rips in new clothing, which are widened on repeated visits, ripping crotches out of the target's underwear or stealing finest underwear, swimsuits, etc., Replacing clothing with similar items which are too small for the target, like for children, what the target does not have. Ironing inside button flags over, making buttoning the shirt or top difficult. Carefully working the tip of a knife through seams in any air mattress or cushion the target may own, including replacements on a daily basis breaking zippers in clothes and bags, perhaps by pulling out a tooth or two, shoving a knife through the soles of waterproof boots. At work, removing screws from the target's office chair or at home, at their home dinner table, leaving only one screw or four left to sit and to tilt at the table with china. At work, damaging or destroying, if not extremely obvious, a target's work from a previous day. For example, the computer is broken again, possibly worse. At work, replacing current copies of computer files with an older copy, particularly serious, if the target is a computer programmer. At work, where some employees are or can be recruited to be community-based agents set up mistaken deliveries of heavy goods which block the target's office. At work, if the target is responsible for parts of the operation which can be sabotaged, do so repeatedly just as the target starts eating lunch or is about to leave home. At work, where the target is responsible for materials that can't be locked up, sabotaged or with special permission from the control center to steal the material. Thefts have been carefully considered and authorized by your local center. Unless you have authorization, do not steal. One particular effective type of theft is to remove small value, but often used items from the target's premises. Once the target has been observed purchasing a replacement, the item is returned this not only causes the target to spend money uselessly, it also imposes a feeling of total helplessness on the target. And we'll be right back after this.
Just remember, if you are a targeted individual anywhere in this world, we must use our greatest gift ever, and that is to enjoy our lives and be happy. Be positive. Be upbeat. Find something that you enjoy doing and post it to social media. Remember, this program is designed so that you do not enjoy your life. If the perpetrators see you enjoying your life, then that means that their tactics are not working on you. Because the goal of the program is to make sure that you're down and out, to make sure that you're always upset, to make sure that you're always angry, and to sustain that. So, make sure you continue to do things that make you happy. Take a vacation and post it to social media. Smile, have fun, go out to dancing. Do anything that makes you happy and positive. As you do that, that is our greatest gift ever. The people that are targeting us have to understand that they are not in the position to enjoy their own life. So they want everyone else to be miserable. Do not give that to them. I'm Sierra Tavares Reyes. Have a great night.